0: Whoa, rising in the
1: rising sun. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Us Podcast. Today we're, we're going to be talking life. about Yo, the importance body, of not directly translating things. And I'm going to be talking about this for a little bit. So the first thing I really, really want to talk about was dictionaries. So I've seen a lot of people using Google Translate and using a lot of different tools to be able to learn Japanese. And I think it's about time actually that I kind of break down for you what I look for in a good dictionary. Whether you're using a G10, which is an electronic dictionary, whether you're using an application on your phone, or whether you're using a book dictionary, you should be looking for a number of different things. The first thing you should be looking for is the written systems in the, syst- in the dictionary itself. If it's written in kanji, does it have furigana, which is all the little hiragana characters above the kanji? If it does not, does it have it in little uh, things so you can see it like little tiny uh, parentheses? There we go. That's the word I'm looking for. Having parentheses with spaces between so you know how to read each of the individual kanji. Does it have romanized letters? I find romanized letters to be somewhat helpful in beginning letter dictionaries. But don't ever go for a dictionary that's simply written alone in romanized format. Or just hiragana or katakana for that matter. The words that are written in kanji are needed because you're going to have to learn those symbols over time. Another major thing that you should really look for is how many different variations of words that it gives you. So if it just gives you a simple meaning, then usually that dictionary doesn't work perfectly. That's because the dictionary that you're looking at most likely is made as a simplistic or beginner's level dictionary and often oversimplifies the words that you need to know in, a, in order to be able to speak or learn or write the language. So with those ideas in mind, make sure that you have that it has written there, make sure that also has Japanese to your native language, and back and forth. So you want to make sure that you have, of course, English and Japanese and Japanese to English, that you could be able to parse it. Another really important thing to look for when looking at a dictionary is look how comprehensive it is. There's a lot of really good dictionaries that are paper-bound that will give you a good idea of how things work. But you want to make sure that it's fairly thorough and that it's not oversimplified. That's a big point that I really think people kind of need to get nailed home when going over a dictionary. Now, all of these things are nice, but what dictionaries do I use, and why do I use these particular dictionaries? Well, the first dictionary that I mainly use for quick searches instead of Google is I use one called Jisho. J-I-S-H-O dot org. org is a great dictionary and great tool that people can use online free that actually translates a number of words and is a combination of a lot of different dictionaries. This bases off like what's called Well, it doesn't really matter what it's called. Regardless, the gentleman who helped create it and was the main part of it has a lot of useful things found in the dictionary, and I really, really appreciate it. And I've used when I made my own dictionary. The next thing that you need to that I, the next dictionary that I really recommend is called the Tangorin. The Tangorin is a great dictionary. Tangorin.com, I think, or Tangorin.jp. I'll check and make sure to put it correctly in the show notes. This dictionary is mostly organized around kanji, kanji that go together, the JLPT level, all of these different things that go into the breaking down of the kanji. This is angled towards English speakers who are trying to pass a high level of Japanese, and I find to be very, very useful when going over the beginning level of Japanese one, and to go back at understand the foundations of kanji because it does break down each of the different radicals or each of the different parts of the kanji so that you can tell yourself a story. So if you go into tangorin, you can look up any word, you can type in any kanji in English or otherwise, and it will give you a whole bunch of different ways to sort them. When I look over jiten or electronic dictionaries, I really try to find something that's unique and try to make those tools, a list of those tools together for me to use in that way so I can use the correct dictionary for what I really need. I mean, if I need X, then I'm not going to get Y. That would just be silly. So I make sure I can kind of play that whole gambit there, which I find to be really, really important. Another really, really good dictionary, as I mentioned just before, is Koshisha Dictionary, of course, is great, and also a grammar dictionary. There's a grammar dictionary made by the Japan Times, three of them. There's a yellow red, and blue one. I recommend getting the blue for beginner and up from there and using these dictionaries to be able to kind of parse out information and understand contextual Japanese grammar points. These are the basic ones that I use. There are a whole bunch of others. Please comment to me on Instagram or Facebook what your personal favorite grammar dictionary is so I can use it and I will see you guys tomorrow. But remember, it takes 10,000 mistakes to become fluent in Japanese, so let's make mistakes. Until tomorrow, jane.